0: This is Guy Saito, bringing you stories from people with dirt. Stories from the good, the shady, the honorable, and the bastards. I bring to you the Dirt Pod Podcast.
1: Because we can agree metal sucks shit.
0: Fuck you. Inside L's Dirt Pod podcast. Uh, this week, I have three comedians in studio with me. I got Jay Whitaker, Christian Piper, and Andy Gold. Andy, I want people to know what it's like sitting in a room with these assholes.
1: Gold,
0: uh, God, you're insufferable. Uh,
1: Andy Austin Gold
0: sounds like a wrestler, but a shitty one.
2: Yeah, Ugh. we lost Shh. Dusty. We lost Dusty Rhodes, man. Oh, we
0: we didn't lose Dusty Rose. <laughs> You nerds <laughs> fucking lost Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> what?
2: Nerd Wrestling's First First not nerdy. Yeah, wrestling's right? not nerdy. Those guys are those are guys are true athletes, guys okay, I know.
0: I'm not gonna argue that, but you know who likes wrestling? Children. I loved wrestling. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid but like uh, uh, I don't know, I don't get I don't get following wrestling as an adult.
1: I like, ate in an alley, franks and beans, and wined and dined with kings and queens. I am the uh, American Dream, baby, with sweet sapphire. We are here, Dusty Rhodes, Bionic Elbow. Woo, we gonna do the Gassadel's podcast until the sun comes up the next day, baby, Gassadale. Woo.
0: You know you're here by default, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm here substituting for Kyler Cook. No, sir. You included me on the inbox Facebook message, sir. I was one of the original invite teams to the Dirt
0: Podcast. He was, he was. Christian, take the mic from him. Yeah.
1: (laughs) 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 Hey guy. Uh, Hey Jay.
2: (laughs) What's up, dude? You here with Andy Gold.
1: You here with Andy Gold? The new manifestation of the spirit of Dusty Rhodes. Can we I've been doing this for the rest
2: s- of the podcast. Can we start over? See pipes, Kiki. <laughs> pipes, you want you want to share it with me? I'm
3: enjoying it. I don't know. Right, right. You guys have a problem with? I it. don't care about shit.
0: Anyway, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. I got I, uh, a croak. sad loss, but uh, don't much. Christopher a Lee as well. Christopher Lee, the old man. Yeah, yeah. dude. But. Du- Dracula, Count Duco. Dusty the
1: ground, dusty spirit living in the body of Andy Gold. Here in del
2: Dirt Pod Podcast.
0: God damn it. You invited us, motherfucker. Can I, I say,
2: can I say motherfucker on here?
0: Yeah, you can say whatever you want. You, you're you the only one that can say the N word, too. No, nah, I don't say Netflix. Netflix.
1: Because Dusty is evolved. Dusty, focus on the meaning the There's been a water bottle thrown at Andy. Themselves. Dusty is enlightened. Say fuck all you want in front of Dusty.
2: Uh. So, who's here? Is Andy, is Andy Gold here or Dusty no, Gold? No, we
0: got some fucking idiot <laughs> that's, that's honestly getting on my nerves and ruining the fucking podcast. This is the best part about it. Uh,
1: Dusty don't mean to be bugging nobody. You go ahead, Dusty, back off and be polite. Dusty, appreciate the hospitality. <laughs> Dusty, where, where, Dusty, where are you from? Dusty, Bowen and... All right, guy, come back. <laughs> guy, just left. All right, Dusty Rhodes has taken over the Dirt Pod podcast, everybody. <laughs> Dusty is the new host of Guy Said Deal. Here he comes back. Dusty, going to be quiet for you, it's guys. Now Dust Pod. <laughs> the it's Dust Pod. <laughs> okay, Andy Gold's back. <sighs> I,
3: wanted to, I wanted to do like, a, like an elaborate fresh air style interview with Dusty Rhodes. Here's, here's, how,
0: here's how anything works. If there's a microphone, Andy goes... He's like, remember when you're a little kid and like and like and like uh, you're at a party and the one kid has to like jump up and, and do a crazy dance uh-huh. just so the other kids are like, huh there's that kid again.
2: I never seen Andy Gold dance.
0: No, his <laughs> dance is with the microphone being wacky. <laughs> I'm a really good dancer though.
2: I've seen Christian Piper dance. I'm an
0: excellent I have, I have dancer. seen Christian Piper dance. He's got some moves for a bigger yeah. dude. I just I, I, I,
3: All the fat just kind of rhythmically bounces. You and know then what? I let it move my arms <laughs> you know what, to though? the rhythm of the bouncy you fat. Aren't,
0: you aren't a sloppy fat. Yeah, you're agile. I'm thick. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're a, a stout son of a bitch.
3: I always hear comics that are way fatter than me talk about how much they weigh, and they all weigh less than I do. And these? I don't know if they're lying. You're burly. Or if, they, yeah. or if I'm just denser you look than like, they are. No,
1: seriously. If I punched you in the gut, my wrist would bend instead of sink. Like, <laughs> you know, it looks. You look firm.
2: Thank yeah, you. you're welcome. Yeah, you
1: look stout. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not, you, don't like, feel good about it. You're unhealthy and you need to improve. You're like,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like Volstag. You know who Volstag the Valiant is from who's, Thor? Who's that? No. no. Oh, shit. By the way, people,
0: Jay Whitaker is a king comic book nerd <laughs> fucking idiot. Uh, so Thanks. there's, there's going to be a lot of goddamn references.
1: That's the that- trademark Guy Seidel eloquence king king comic <laughs> book nerd, nerd fucking idiot <laughs> you,
0: you got to stall, then you just throw different adjectives in there yeah uh anyway uh, yeah you're going to hear a lot of comic book references that none of us uh, other adults will get voltron
2: no volstag oh, volstag it's from he, thor he's volstag. a he's a burly fellow with a beard
0: oh. volstag sounds like a feminine hygiene issue sounds I, like a well-hung elk I got me some. I think tag. Christian, Christian <laughs> Piper is a well hung <laughs> elk. <Yeah. laughs> we don't know that, like, because because you, I don't know. You always think big dudes have a big old monster. My dick is way
3: bigger if I was if I was thinner. Like if you like take my like fupa area, so the fat upper penis area on a uh-huh. man. Okay, yeah. If you like pull penis. that back, and it is it's thick. Like, I, sometimes I try to get people to poke it and feel how spongy it is. Spongy. People don't want to poke it. Your fupa or your the dick? Foo-pa. Yeah, the you foo-pa.
2: just, well, you have a spongy dick.
3: It's like, it's like if there was a mushroom growing around like another mushroom. So there's like this that's pillowy the, mushroom. That's the worst visual idea. Yeah. <laughs> growing up around the dick.
2: Oh
0: my God.
3: And if God. you push it down. Oh my God. you push it down, there's something impressive there.
0: Oh. Okay, so like, but, uh, so let's say, let's say you dropped 150 <laughs> pounds. You'd have a pretty impressive hog.
3: Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay. <laughs> Your you dick sh- sounds like a
1: pizza topping on a menu. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my dick, the dick I have in my body is not my dick. It's my dick's spare dick. When my dick came out, oh. attached me out of the womb.
3: I've heard him tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> deta-
1: it detached from my body and went off and just took over. It just became its own man. And my dick invests in real estate and has a mansion and it parties with celebrities Tom it has, Cruise. It has a much better relationship with my parents, but it felt bad for me. So it, it has a dick of its own that it fucks women with. <laughs> but it also has a spare dick that it doesn't use. And my dick gave and me. And that's its, the one you got? Yeah. I have my dick spare dick. All right. How did, how did this turn to Dick Talk? Like, I don't know. I guess we're comics. It's on. you.
2: It's, <laughs> yeah, so I was about to so say, you invited
3: us, motherfucker. All I remember is someone said I had a big hog. That's I, I I
1: went to, I, okay. My dick is a wine connoisseur.
0: I did a road gig it, with. It cheers a...
1: wine with its pee hole. <laughs>
0: I did a gig with Jay here, and we were in we were in Rock Springs, Wyoming, and we went to Walgreens immediately. And uh, I think oh, Jay, this was the first time you took I, me. I think you were just trying to make a statement. He went and immediately bought a pack of magnums. Yeah, I think he was just wanting to say, hey, I'm 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 a I'm a person of color, and this is the size I'm of my Rock penis. Yeah, remember we saw I'm that in dude Springs, in the Fugu jersey. There's there's one thing yeah.
3: Rock Springs is known for: it's beautiful women. <laughs> and I'm gonna
0: <laughs> Rock Springs has
1: some hot women.
2: Actually, yeah, some. every yeah. town has some. Yeah,
3: but it's not like
1: you. I think in- Rock Springs has good hot women per capita.
2: Per- no, oh, from oh from shit, what I've seen guy. In Johnny
1: Max, you're looking at me like I'm.
2: Remember crazy. Montana? I, I'm <laughs> fucking uh, Kalispell, Montana. Remember when we did that? Yes, that there were some beautiful women that night.
0: Yes, you know what it is. I've, I've, uh, we've all traveled around a little bit. I think. Small towns mm-hmm. have a higher concentration of pretty women because there's less maybe maybe less options for them to explore. There's not as many uh, art uh, uh, or education options or art options or other. So they're like, "Well, I might as well be hot." <laughs> maybe my fucked. No, <laughs> does this make a little bit of sense at all?
1: So they can't be good at art so they resort to being hot. Well, no, but if you're in saying? a... Sp- <laughs> you can be good at art. Like, they fall oh, back. Like they, but- they can't take to the canvas, so they fall back on beauty. Like, art, all these hey,
3: other girls are too busy working on their careers to care about their art,
0: looks. Art, art, art isn't necessarily painting, but if you're in a small town with 300 people, there's not a whole lot to do, so you might as well be the most bangable chick in town. Wow. I like the first thing. Like the next time I see like, a beautiful girl say... I take it you can't draw for <laughs> shit, honey. <laughs>
3: you're gorgeous. Yeah. You bet probably you, suck at reading. bet you can't draw this turtle with a hat and join my art I Institute. get that reference. I get thank that you, reference. You, thank you,
1: thank you. Never take a beautiful girl to the museum. They don't know anything.
0: You're 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 mincing my words, asshole. You're 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 doing that great yourself guy. Hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shut your red face! How about
3: all the hot guys we see on the road all the time, though, guys? I've been, Rock you know, Springs has some good-looking dudes. <laughs> yeah, I nice got
1: specs. DJ John, what uh, Bob
0: Mizell did? Bob Mizell, the <laughs> host in Rock Springs. I, speaking of that, I like his tango. I want to. I want to talk to you guys about s- some specific things um, in the comedy world, especially in in the the Western states and surrounding states. Us, we have all done what is notoriously known uh. as the worst room in the country. Uh. Uh, the pepper tree in Idaho Falls, Idaho. Um God damn. It's Andy, you just did that recently, didn't you? Yeah, both of you guys uh, did Christian right? and I did oh, it. Oh yeah, yes, last did, week, huh? in fact. Yes, sir. Who bombed harder?
3: Ooh. I think I think Andy got like his biggest laughs were the were bigger than mine, but I think he also he had to do a forty five minute set. And near the end people were getting restless.
1: Near the last
0: 15 minutes or so i was talking to just a room full of drunks that who were room, yelling when you're when you're standing on the stage in that room first of all let me let me tell the people out there how this is set up it's a bar and there's a full like actual bar where you can order drinks from and then after the comedy night thing is over yeah. it turns into a dance club so everybody's just showing up to try and get laid so when the headliner's on stage nobody gives a fuck so the so when you're on stage looking directly across there's a clock and I've never not done that room where I'm just not looking at the clock waiting Wait there's mm. a clock there Yeah yeah, digital clock behind the bar. I've never paid attention to that. I've never noticed the clock.
2: It looks like, the, and the place looks like it was it it was, it was happening during like the 80s or maybe it looks, the 70s. It's very roadhouse. Yeah.
3: Well, isn't it like the longest running
1: like yep, room? longest running one-nighter in the country. I had a little meltdown at a, a heroin addict who's still drinking. I got on my soapbox and took about 10 minutes out of the show to preach yeah. to him. Whoa, really? what <laughs> happened? Last time?
3: <laughs> uh-huh. Speak on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just decided to throw out the act and just let him know, hey, you're on a slippery slope, pal. And just made it awkward for the rest of the room because I care. All right? Sometimes I want to illuminate more than entertain.
0: I'm a voice.
2: <laughs> voice of the generation. Yes. Well, Here to help you, the people. You, 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 are the the
0: you are the one heroin addict that kind of got clean that's not famous. So, so congrats on that. I'm the one heroin addict who kind of got clean. So let's break. Oh, no, 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 out. no, no. What? What?
1: He's on, he's he's on the rise.
3: <laughs> Guy just basically said, "You're the only heroin addict I know that got clean. That got clean that isn't
0: famous." Basically,
3: yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, like. But he but will be one famous. Of those that everybody else knows. Guy just, you just don't know them.
0: Uh what, what do you think the statistics well, are, Andy? Like, what? How many heroin addicts? And this isn't. I'm not shitting Ooh. on heroin addicts. But like, for the ma- the majority of them, do not get clean. Am I wrong?
1: Sh- yes, that's very true.
0: Okay. Okay. I don't yeah, know. Actually. Most of them die.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, let's see. I'm the only heroin addict I know. The rest are dead? Yeah. Or using, or going to be dead. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Man, this, this shit got dark. Anyway. Well, I, I so, think, so you, let's you like, preached. Let's, let's, let's do the light heroin stuff. You, you preached. You <laughs> the preached. The way that bubbled a, when I boiled it was so wacky. Hey. It would be like, blah, 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 look at it bubbling. <laughs> you,
0: <laughs> you, you preached to a heroin addict in Idaho Falls. Uh-huh.
3: Because he was being a nice guy. This guy was (laughs) this guy was the only guy in the room listening to the entire show. And Annie shit on him. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's the best. Well, first Annie just started making fun of him for wearing a jersey. Like he's like (laughs) nice jersey, and it's like, well, yeah, dudes wear jerseys sometimes. And then you asked him, uh, or you talked about your heroin stuff, and he said, yeah, I'm. I used to use, or you asked him what his drug of choice was. Yes,
1: and he said heroin.
3: And then you just went off on him, and he's like, oh, well, I was drinking. enjoying the show. Likelihood <laughs> likelihood of
1: relapsing, okay, for uh, recovering heroin addicts who are drinking is 800% more.
0: I, I 800% more. I agree that if you're, I don't know shit about addiction or drug addiction or anything like that, but I agree that if you are going to get sober, you have to be sober. You can't be like, well, I'm just going to smoke weed. I think if you're going to get sober off anything, you have to pretty much go straight and narrow. Am I no, right? I've seen it a gazillion times, people who
1: use and then start doing the mild shit again and go back to being junkies. I hear friends tell me stories about an uncle they know or something like that. I don't know anybody personally who's done that, gotten clean, and then be able to use in moderation. But I hear stories of friends of friends of friends and shit like that.
0: So how'd the rest of the show go other than the heroin? How was your set, Christian?
3: Uh, my set was okay. It was the best I'd done in Idaho Falls, which Usually, is good. It's a shit. I mean it's a horrible experience. People are it's like you're at a concert where people are talking at the volume that oh. they would speak if they were at a concert. Damn. Yeah, in the crowd yeah. and they're just like just having huge conversations and you feel like you're telling jokes to nobody. Sometimes you can get like one table to pay attention to you and then you focus on that table and then they usually don't laugh loud because they know you're talking to them and they just smile at you and nod. Oh. And um uh, but this time, I had probably about half the room
0: most the, of the time. The feature set there is usually better than the yeah. headliner set. because I still had a
2: bad one, though.
0: You, did you? As yeah.
2: Well, you know, I'm open for you. I remember that shit. And I had a friend that showed up that I haven't seen in like five years. And they they, they live in, inexplicably in that town. And they came to see me. We don't talk anymore.
0: Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I know a few people in Iowa Falls, and I'd never tell them when I'm going to be there. Like,
2: no, I
3: don't, no, that would be the worst way ever so, to be so seen So as on community. this
0: subject, what is the hardest you guys have ever bombed? Think of one specific time, the hardest you've ever bombed. I, I know it. I when, know it. Uh, hardest time I ever bombed was hosting at Trolley Square,
1: Wise Guys Trolley Square. It was a hard room
0: to host anyway. And
1: it was for Jenna Kim Jones, who I like, and I like her people, but her crowd is not my crowd. Right. And you know i didn't know anything i didn't know about not being dirtier than your opener or anything like that i was super green and i just went up and told pussy jokes <laughs> fuck yeah! Uh, all of her to her people and she's and she's then, a very white lds y- yes yes girl. and then like after my second joke i just it's silence but i do hear one person go like this oh <laughs> and then i just it was like bombing it wasn't a, a, a hostile audience that was heckling right they were polite and attentive just classic classic and utah was, audience yeah right. it was yeah. silent i mean it was truly a laugh-free set the only noise was the oh and then <laughs> and i go forks. I, I i i end my set and all the comics just it was so shitty they couldn't even like joke about it and be like oh my god John Feisman just had to give me a hug god damn <laughs> no he was there and like it was that bad where it was like it was too bad to even bust balls and he's like hey man and hugged me you, you'll get it next time <laughs> please
3: Christ- don't start using again right. <laughs> christian your hardest ball uh, my hardest was in idaho falls the what first was it? time it was my first road gig i was 4 5 months in mm. And I went there to do a 30-minute set, which meant I had to do all of my jokes. Like, right. I couldn't pick the best ones. I was doing everything I ever in the thought bag. of. Yeah, I'm probably even, like, spreading it out with some crowd work, making it making it stretch. And uh, three minutes in, total silence. This isn't a time where they're, like, chatting. They're just quiet. Ugh, Ugh. Total silence. And then a girl that's at a table in the front just yells out, You're not funny! <laughs> Like just like that, and I have no clue how to handle that. Like, Uh, oh, yeah, I am. No, that's. I was like, oh, I am. Uh, If you. Give me a chance. <laughs> oh man, so, I'm sorry, man. Oh, uh, like I am funny, I thought. <laughs> and then I just I had 27 more minutes to go. Uh, that's the of silence. And I was kind of I was green, and I knew the only thing I'd ever heard is always do your time. I didn't know that if you're really bombing, you Bail. can do like 20 minutes and get off, and most dreams S- most won't mind, honestly, because it's good for the show. So I did 30 minutes. But when I walked off stage, the second I walked off the stage, because it was silent the entire time. And the minute I walked off the stage, like, my eyes were, like, welling up with, like, not, like, tears of sadness, but just of having, like, been traumatized. God damn. <laughs> and, <laughs> but then I, like, touched myself, and I'm, like, not my dick, but just, oh, like, my body. I spongy just, like, dick. Oh, like, I'm a, you know how, like, when, if you think that someone shot a gun at you, and then, like, you you know in movies where people, like, touch themselves and, like, oh, I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, like, I, oh, I'm totally... I didn't
0: die. Yeah, I
3: realized that. And then, like, from that point on, I haven't been nervous at all on stage. Because, yeah. like, the worst thing that could happen happened.
0: Right. You're good now. It's all and, uphill.
3: Yeah. And I'm fine. Like, it didn't actually affect me in any way. Nice. The thing
1: is, like, I know I'm going to bomb again in the, in the future. Like, it's going to happen. But... Whenever it happens now, I'm just gonna like rip off my T-shirt to reveal some yellow polka dots yeah. underneath and break out my new persona of Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, and the give the audience the bionic hey, elbow hey. with sweet
0: sapphire. You have you, <laughs> you have your podcast. Dusty, Save it,
3: Dusty. What's the worst you ever did in front of a crowd? What tell, them, tell us about the worst experience Dusty Golds?
0: Everybody.
1: Ooh, one time there was this Andy, crowd.
0: Jay, your worst. No, I want I want to fucking hear it. No, this is my podcast. <laughs> This Dusty Rhodes fuckers done. Don't someone say something <laughs> funny. It's Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dusty
3: Golds. If you've ever listened to Dirt Pod, you know the second someone says something funny, guy shuts it down.
0: <laughs> uh, you, yeah. Let's just do me and Jay today.
2: Okay. Whoa, no, fuck I, it. I, I won't, won't
0: be <laughs> Dusty. <laughs> we're, we're telling stories.
2: <laughs> okay. All right, what, what? What's the question? Tuck them back into my worst, heart. Worst, he worst, sits. you've ever bombed. Okay, t- it's a, it's a tie. It's Four. It, all right. There was this. There was one time. It was. It was. It was after. I, I, I we had a weekend and I think you were on the show. It was actually no, yeah, it was it was the first time they let me headline at Trolley. And you hosted the show and it was a great show and you know, it was my first time I was nervous. I only had like 30 The first headlining gig? Yeah, it was my first 35 minutes, but the night after I was hosting for Pete Corielli uh from the Tonight Show and it just it was like the first it was the first Friday show 7:30 and fourteen people came. Eleven of them were in wheelchairs. Three of them were in oxygen masks. And we, I just had to host, and I just, I couldn't relate to them at all. And you, all you, you could hear like the oxygen tanks, you're like go, like yeah, <laughs> it was bad. And then, <laughs> and then a tie for the, the the barrel room. Remember, they had like about a year ago. They had the, barrel room. Yeah. Oh, uh, downtown Levi's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's down at the at the yeah, hotel, yeah. hotel or something. Yeah, and like they paid some. Uh, A guy from Philly, Tore, very funny uh, comic, and they paid him to all the way come out here, and he didn't show, like, at all. And so, yeah, I had to host the gig, uh, and Jackson Banks was on it with me, and what's his fucking face? Uh, Dustin, not Hagen, but... Adams? Yeah, Dustin Adams was on there, and then uh, Be Real ended up headlining it out, and I just bombed fucking
1: hard. Just... Who?
2: Uh, be real
1: from Cypress Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, <laughs> well, time out. Fr- not from Cypress Hill.
2: No, Be Real Robinson.
1: Wait a minute now. Be real is a rapper from Cypress Hill. That name is a thing already. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you mean to tell me there's a comic in town who took his name from a rapper and decided to make it his own name? What a strange and peculiar thing to do.
2: I don't know these things.
1: I just <laughs> had now a bad on, set. I'm Axl Rose, the comedian. <laughs> Because that's a great name, and apparently that name already existing doesn't matter. I thought it did. I'm George Carlin. Okay, can I also be Mick Jagger? How about this? I'm the Beatles. <laughs> Forget that's already a thing. I thought that was like a huge deal. That if a thing is already a thing, you can't also be that thing. But apparently, it doesn't matter at hey, all. Hey,
0: but look how many how <laughs> many how many Mike Joneses are in the world? There's got to be two. Be real. Yeah. I mean, no. I I thought it was
3: Breel. Like, like one word, Briel. <laughs> That's how the fucking dumbass
1: spells it on Facebook because he doesn't know what a hyphen is. Guy
0: said, does not endorse these these uh, these words being spoken," but I'm just I'm just here to host the, 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 the oh, third shit. Did, podcast. Did, did I just
1: get banned from from club excess. Or <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay, uh, next next topic. What are what are jokes? Okay, and this doesn't have to be like for political reasons. Maybe just humor reasons. What jokes won't will you not cover? Like what topics won't you do? Uh,
2: politics and the military and religion. I just don't care. I just for me, I, I can't say because I'm still a member of the you know military, and I I had I used to do a joke about Obama, and then I remember I saw like uh, one of uh, a recruiter for the Air Force that I know personally in the audience, and it was like he just kind of gave me that look like careful, tread lightly, because I could fuck around and get court-martialed.
0: So. Yeah. Well, that makes a little bit of sense. And like politics, you have to like Christian's pretty savvy at politics. You have to know yeah. your shit. Yeah. Hell yeah, I am. If, if I go up there with tattoos and a, and a fucking Mickey Mouse shirt. And start talking politics. They're gonna be like, "Who's this asshole?" Well, you just—I've yeah. to-
1: actually learned to back away from blowjobs because it makes all the chicks in the audience come up and blow me, which brings the <laughs> show to like a screeching halt. Like all the dudes want to hear my comedy, and I just got like ten broads lined up to blow me.
2: Broads. <laughs> this, is this, this is an episode of Mad Men now. I love it. <laughs>
1: Dames. scoits. <laughs> Go wait in the back. You drunk skit stargazers. i skits up here. <laughs> your talent skits. Is that it what is. your grandma calls them? Yeah. That's what my she dead that's what yet? My dad calls them. Nah, she's still ticking. She she wo- she goes to tai chi and wears a tiger shirt. Fuck
0: oh yeah, really? <laughs> real? huh.
1: Yeah, she'll be around for a few more years. I like I like she's this. Not really this, part this, of my
0: life. Uh, okay. So so uh, we were just talking about jokes. You won't do. You won't do politics. I won't do shit jokes. I won't do like. Well, all my jokes are shit. But I won't do jokes about poop or pooping or. You will
3: tell a joke about fat people sitting on
0: the toilet, toilet yeah, which I do love. Now, now that's that one I tell very, very rarely because it is bordering a shit joke. It's just basically about a fat guy that's on the toilet, but it's not about
2: shit.
3: Well, why wouldn't you tell a joke about shit?
2: Yeah, like because Piper does a great bit about how he had to wipe his ass. I love that. Well, there's nothing oh, wrong with it. Well, yeah. I just I,
0: <laughs>
2: I just personally
0: don't want people to visualize me shitting. And it's, I don't know, I just, I'm just not, I'm not a well, fan of... Well, I'm
3: visualizing of, right now, guy. Yeah. You're squatting. You that's, got your, your core engaged. That's I why you got it. I assume gotta-
1: people are going to visualize that about me either way. Guys, me I a
3: Snapchat video of him shitting. Uh-huh. Except he's totally naked. I can only imagine guy shitting if he's completely that's how I, that's naked. That's how I do it. But he's wearing his hat and glasses, and he's squatting. But, but nothing else. And just he's like he's like a foot off the toilet. I've seen him and just shit. like shooting it out like at rapid fire. Like <laughs> poo, 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 poop. Like poo.
0: that like that <laughs> robot on Conan. What was it? This? <laughs> Do you remember what the hell was it called? The he pooped in Morse code, yeah, the yeah, robot, yeah. and it
2: I've seen guys shit. He he looks like he's complaining just the entire time. Well, I, why, I probably am.
3: Well why have you seen him shit?
2: I, it, I Snapchatted him. Yeah, oh. and then probably, I think I walked in, no, you did this to me in fucking Billings. You did this to me in Billings. You're like, hey, come on in, you know, like, because we're getting ready to go, and so I like, he's like, the door's open, and I opened the door, and he left the bathroom door open, and he, there he is just taking a shit.
0: Okay, yeah, I remember that. that yeah. Montana trip, I learned a lot on that Montana trip. Uh, we were in Billings, Yeah. and after the show, a bunch of natives come up.
2: Oh, and yeah. they were like,
0: they were like, "Hey, let's go party!" And then so we're like, "Okay, so we got in the we got in the somebody's Escalade with a sunroof, yeah." And we were cruising. We went into this downtown area, and it's a black dude named Jimmy. Black. Well, JC's the other black guy in Montana, and decides it's then proper to hang out of the sunroof and yell the N word. Is that commonplace when you
2: see a nu- like- it? Like, I got, I got, I just, I got really excited. We had a good, we had a good set that night. I remember that. That was a fun yeah. room. Yeah, It was, was fun. And I don't know. I just got excited, and it was just it was just nice to be in a small town. I like small towns. Christian and Andy over here, or yeah, Christian and Andy,
1: they're passing notes each other. No, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to say something a bit in my head. I'm like, make sure it's not funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, because I feel like I don't want to get in trouble. So Billings, small towns are nice because,
0: <laughs> you know, when they're really big, it's like, Whoa. Okay, so we were in Billings, and then you hang out of the Cadillac Escalade and yell the N-word at the other guy.
2: I so, just got excited, because small towns are great. competition? No. You don't remember? You were pretty drunk. You might have bailed. Anyway. Wait, no, was, you fucking bailed. I remember. Now I remember you fucking bailed. Oh, yeah, bailed. I did bail. You bailed with something.
0: So one of you was in a dance competition? I think it might have been me. What, what are your moves, guy? I don't have any that's the thing <laughs> but but like a big circle breaks out and you jump in the middle and just act like an idiot so so it's it's kind of a dance competition
2: and then I th- you you found the other no there were a couple black dudes I took a picture with them they're on my Instagram somewhere really it's tucked it's tucked away he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt and really excited to see me it was
0: well yeah it's like if, if you were on the if you' were on the savannah and and you have nothing to talk about you're the only gazelle and you see the other gazelle you're like hey it's
2: us, but we had nothing to fucking talk about. It was just like we we we. Please don't use African animals talking yeah. about like, <laughs> Yeah, why can't you use like a badger? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what's a good animal? Like I don't know. Like a what's a a, a strong animal that's oppressed? An um, oppressed animal. An <laughs> oppressed um, animal. Uh, elephant.
3: Oh, that's rhino.
2: Rhino. Rhinos. Okay. There's I, also
3: African animals.
2: Yeah, damn it, man. Like use a North American Canadian. Andy, aren't you a specialist on this shit? You, you know animals. I don't. He knows plants. I don't know animals.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Right. He knows everything
1: about plants, though.
2: Yeah. What's your favorite plant, dude?
1: I don't have one. Uh, I like rhododendrons. What the fuck? Is, <laughs> what is that? What is that? It's a shade-loving shrub that <laughs> acidic soil and blooms in the springtime. You, planted if on you're, the you're ever
0: hanging out with Andy, you can't. You'll be walking, and he was like, "That's a hibiscus blooga block. Andy's got to go though. Andy's, Andy's going out. Got to take off. Andy's got... where are you doing today? He's got a Family party. Family party. All right. Andy's out, Ski. Uh, so we got Christian and Jay left. Hello. We got some more stories here going on. What is... Who's the who's the most favorite person that you have worked with as far as, like, comedians? Opening for, opening, whatever. Like, who? what's what's kind My of, of like... favorite? A, yeah, like a dream that you've had.
3: Oh, well... Uh, To me, the biggest deal is when I opened for, uh, I've opened for a lot of comics that I really respect a lot, but um, the first comedian I ever saw live was Mark Maron. Uh, It was in February of 2011. Was that before
0: you started or after? Yeah, it was
3: before. I came to a show at West Valley, Wise Guys in West Valley, and he did like two hours and just laid it out, and it was hilarious, and it blew my, it really just blew my mind. Like, I didn't know... You could do that. Like, mm-hmm. I'd seen comedy on TV, but comedy on TV is not the same as in a live venue, especially when someone's killing. When someone's
0: crushing like that?
3: And particular in Mark Maron's case, he was, like, connecting
0: with the audience, mm. right?
3: With, like, this weird open honesty that was all foreign to me because I was raised Mormon. And so you're taught to be, like, to be as politically correct and, you know, to only say certain things and not... You know, expose the truth about who you are in a lot of
0: senses. Yeah, Maren's so, really good at that. He yeah. open he like he doesn't hide shit.
3: Oh yeah, he's not afraid to to show off the less attractive aspects of his personality. And anyway, it just really it was an eye opening bizarre experience. And then the next day, I looked up open mics and found Wise Guys had there an open go. mic and went. And that's the first time I performed. So then. Like, two years later, like, way earlier than I should have been able to do it, uh, I was able to feature for him at Wise Guys. So, like, on the same stage where, you know, I saw him Mm -hmm. almost two years to the date. Like, it was, like, a couple weeks off. Like, I had the chance to open. And it just was one of those experiences where it was, like, you kind of see how far you've come in a small amount of time. And, yeah, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just opening for a guy. Like, and it wasn't like he personally requested me. He had to approve my tape, but that was it. But it was still just—I
0: mean, a cool experience You yeah. go
3: from never imagining yourself on stage to two years later opening for you know one Some, of your yeah. heroes. I a have really neat
0: experience. For me. I have the polar opposite of that story. Before I get, <laughs> before I ask you this Jay. I went to a comedy club. I, I went on a date with a chick, and we went to a comedy club, and the openers were so bad that I was like, I can do this i can be a comedian so then i looked up i didn't get inspired by a great comic i got inspired by shitty comics so then i was like i'm gonna look up an open mic i'm gonna give this a shot myself because that looks fun who's yours jay who's your who's your hero uh
2: the heroes man. it was it was patrice i mean like i got lucky on that shit it was uh i was only five months in you know Uh and i was still just trying to get like a good 20 you know like that's mm-hmm. all I, and i didn't really have much and they had the rocky mountain laugh off going or no the salt lake comedy festival that was going on and uh no it was the rocky mountain laugh off no, I, no, no. I was there no 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 no. it was the festival because it was, it was at the it was at the theaters down uh which the rocky mountain laugh off we did with, oh, with dyson yeah and, okay and all oh, the other yeah. people that were that's in fair. there yeah it was okay yeah <laughs> so <laughs> yeah
0: it's a notorious rocky
3: mountain laugh off
2: yeah it's uh <laughs> It was just a good time, you know. Like I was just—I remember just being in awe because he had this bit on Comedy Central that on from his like two thousand, yeah, two thousand three special.
3: Elephant in the room. No, Maybe no, 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 that's no. Later. No, it's uh, it was his. Con- oh, this is like half hour. Yeah, Comedy Central oh, okay.
2: presents, and it was—he had this bit about receipts that he would say he always get a receipt to uh, to—that's documentation in case you get in trouble with something. Like I know I was fucking here and. It was, it was it was a great bit, but I actually adopted that into my everyday lifestyle. Like I ended up getting receipts all the time, just as documentation. Like this is where I was. It actually got me out of a ticket when I got pulled over at Carl's Jr. Fucking crazy uh, story, but um, <laughs> you know, it, like just working with him, like and you know, it was just it was cool. Um, I don't know. I got a, I got a to me I got a I got a couple. Uh, Mark Curry. That was honestly. A great time just because I grew up watching Mark. I mean, I would go to his shows as a little kid. My dad would take me to him. And then when he came out to do the show and I got a chance to open for him, that was like.
3: Now, are you guys related or yeah. is it just like family friends? So no, you're this, related, no these, blood, Yeah, blood. that's
2: blood. And, you know, I was, I hit my growth spurt in high school, like around my junior year. And I wore size 13 shoes. I still do. Mark wears. Hey, hey, bro. What? Me too, man. Right?
0: 13. Thirteens.
2: Thirteens. I'm out of this size 13 shoe club. Fuck of, you guys. Of course. No, but Mark would always give me his shoes. So I was like the motherfucker that showed up to prom with like Gucci loafers and shit. Like it, 10 years late. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Fuck it. <laughs> I was 10 years early. Who was, who was a sophomore going to prom? with I Gucci saw, loafers?
0: I saw Mark Curry <laughs> once in, in, uh, I think, I can't remember what it's called. There's a room in the Nokia center in LA. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the jungle room or something like yeah, yeah. that. Well, Again with these African I know I know <laughs> oh, I was hesitant God. to say it But I'm pretty sure That's what it was called Well anyway The foxhole The foxhole saw this gazelle no, comedian the, In the jungle the, room in LA The
2: foxhole's the name of the show <laughs> Yeah it's Jamie Foxx's show But the room's called something um, I know what you're talking about yeah. I can't think of well, it Well anyway
0: It's very Let's use the word urban um, <laughs>
2: Fucking hate that word <laughs>
0: So my, I'm in town performing comedy, and my buddy's band is playing at this room, which is just 99% black people. He, he texts me. He's like, hey, dude, come check out my band uh, after your show. So I walk into this room, and I'm in cowboy boots, uh, denim jeans, and a Slayer T-shirt. <laughs> and I just walked in. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Anybody ever seen High School High? Oh that's God! It damn it,
2: John Lovitz, John Lovitz, Tia Carrere,
0: like a rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> so that's that's the uh, that my, my first comic that I ever really like looked up to. The, the part of the reason why I started was Jim Norton. He's such, yeah. such a fucking dirtbag. Yeah, he's and great. And then I got to open for him. It was another one of those
3: that just like the honesty. It's just like yeah. he admits to banging.
0: Well, I guess we can't use the word now, but he a transgendered person. Yeah. He admits to that, and he admits like, to
2: monster rain. A monster rain. That's it, look I, that up. YouTube that, people. Good God, I don't even. Yeah, that's a hard thing to fucking just say. Yeah, he just, I did that. He
0: just admits to the the worst, <laughs> the worst things. Things that you would admit to your buddies, he admits to the world. Yeah,
2: and it's insane. Or like when you when you're, he yeah to your buddies or like your therapist on your thirteenth session, like when you really fucking know right. your therapist.
0: Right. What was your first road gig, Christian?
3: I uh, was that Idaho Falls one that I bombed.
2: Really? Um, who did
0: opening for?
3: Uh, Keith Barony.
0: Okay. Uh, who uh, lives here in Salt Lake? Okay. That was that was your first road gig. I thought it would have been. Mm.
3: Yeah, no, that was very first. It was uh, like really honestly about five months in. It was not much, and then after that, I did. Uh, I think the next one was probably Rock Springs, because um, Keith books that. Keith Stubbs. Keith Stubbs. And um, who who did I open for the first time in Rock Springs? I remember just being shocked when I got there because I'd only done Idaho Falls as a road gig, so I just assumed that that's all how they these were. one-nighters were just garbage, uh-huh. and then that's when I realized, oh, no, that's just a shit room. Mm. No, because Rock Springs is one of the most fun places I perform. love
2: that place. I mean, they don't love me,
3: like the audience. Like I'll get about half of them like mad really? at me sometimes during my sets. Yeah, Why? I think so. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but
0: you, well, maybe this. Maybe this theory. You you have some like smart jokes, yeah. and that crowd's very just like not dumb, but but blue collar, beer drinking. Say dick.
3: I I, I didn't want to say that because I don't want to be like calling people dumb, or, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that they aren't coming there for some of my jokes that are like.
0: Yeah, they just want to like, hear dick and fart and fuck. yeah.
3: And I, I do feel that way sometimes. It's one of those rooms where, like, you're telling your jokes and all of a sudden you feel this incredible vibe from the room. Where it's like, oh, they want
0: you to say pussy really bad. Yeah.
3: And you're like, oh, should I do it? <laughs> like, even you don't want to like cater to their like
0: bullshit, certain. But. Yeah, there's certain rooms like because I'm pretty low brow. Like my comedy isn't smart by any stretch. Uh, it's just more it's clever. It's, it's just it's clever. It's you're just, not. I'm not making people think.
3: And you're not trying to look smart the way I have a problem with trying to look. Like, right, I, that's part of my that's part of who I am is that I've all like because when I was a kid I wasn't cool I wasn't I was stupid I was not stupid I was dumb looking I had glasses I was a nerd everyone hated me and I got off on teachers thinking I was smart and that for years that's like where I got my self worth so I have this problem with trying to seem smart okay that I think isn't necessarily conducive to comedy I think it's depending something on the that, room. It can hold me back in certain rooms. Maybe.
0: Yeah, and, like uh, Rock Springs.
3: But then you're sitting there, and they're just like, I'm like, oh, God, you guys want me to say pussy so bad. Yeah. And then you do, and then they, like, roar, and you're like, oh, damn it, now I have to do another smart joke. Yeah. <laughs> it can he, be rough. The Rock but Springs I, was your first,
0: wasn't it, Jay? Yeah.
2: That was, you took me. I remember I remember being terrified, because I just never done anything on the road, and I remember I, I purposely wore this red and black flannel shirt. Just so I could try to like, <laughs> no, I was, I was, I, to, to appeal, I was fucking nervous. And I was just like, I think this, they'll like this. I mean, I don't know. And I wore like, I don't, I was such a fucking idiot. And I, I was supposed to do what, 30, and I, I know for a fact I only had 20 minutes, but I ended up doing 35 because I was, I was just having fun with doing, you know, a little bit of crowd work. And they, they seem
0: like, think, I think everybody's got a rock spring story. Have you ever been to the Astro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've only been to a
3: strip club once in my life and uh, going, I didn't want to go because I just have these kind of, I don't know, I have hangups about that kind of stuff. You know, I'm a, I'm pretty feminist and I know like, you know, stripping can be empowering for certain women, but I just didn't want to be in a situation where like any women are being like exploited or like mistreated. And I know that there are places where that happens in strip clubs. And so I was totally like, and then I went and it was so much fun. Cause what I realized is I went and I just kind of went cause the whole car was going and I, they were my rides home and I went.
0: Yeah. That's the first time I went, same thing mm-hmm. first, not the first time I went, but like I went with, I won't name the comedian who who's since retired. Pretty much. We go to, we did it. We did a, a gig at, at the, the room there in, in rock Springs. And then afterwards I go, we go a bunch of people from the bar, take us to the strip club. Well, the DJ at the strip club had seen us perform earlier so he's like, hey, dude, I'm going to make up some bullshit. Play along. So i was like, okay. So he gets on the mic. And he's like, hey, ladies, we got a special guest in town. This guy just got off the road with Dane Cook. And this is in 2009. So uh-huh. Dane Cook was still huge. So everybody in that bar thinks I just got off the road with Dane Cook. So all these strippers were just like clamoring because they think, not because I'm cool, but <laughs> because they, they just probably assumed I had money. Uh-huh. So all these chicks are all over me, and the comedian I'm with was like had a complex because like nobody was paying attention to him. <laughs> so so we go, and he he was kind of an awkward. Was cat. he the headliner? No, no, he was opening for me. Oh, okay. Uh, so he was kind of an awkward dude. So we leave, and uh, we go to the hotel. We had one hotel room. They only booked us one hotel room. So there's two beds. I I lay down in the bed. To to sleep and oh I know the yeah I remember this story so I wake up I have my phone laying on the bed with me and in the middle of the night my phone buzzes you know because I got a text or something and it just woke me up so I do the one eye open to see what's going on and I look over and the dude is just whacking just having a festival <laughs> but it was it was awkward because he was trying to be quiet so you could just hear the sheets going. <laughs> 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 I've, and it was, like, it was like traumatizing. I just had to lay there and be like.
2: Ah, stop. That's, that's that's poor form. If he's just doing. He's supposed to. Rub? <laughs> no, you know what you're supposed yeah. to do? Listen, listen.
0: You're not supposed to do that either. You're supposed to go to the bathroom and say you're shitting. Or, or just wait like a, and have some self-control instead of rubbing one out when you're in a bed <laughs> next to a dude. How about that? That's a way better idea. Just go in the bathroom. Shh. Yeah, like that's, that's the least you can do. Uh, but it was it was and it was the most awkward car ride home. We had a three hour ride home the next day, and I just oh, had to be like ah, oh, this guy just totally spanked. Probably <laughs> hasn't washed his hands. <laughs> uh, but he yeah. he quit comedy, which I, and I liked the guy, but I'm glad he quit comedy because now we don't have to like I don't have to look him in the eye knowing he.
2: <laughs> knowing he had a what did, what did, so wait you didn't see his dick. No, no, I just saw the All tent right. from the sheets just so let me, hitting. So how did his dick sound? I didn't pay that close of attention. I just wanted it to well, be I just, I just figured, like, I, I don't know. Like, I figured, like, it would just sound like, like a terrible, like, do you think he had a curve in there? Like, was the stroke off?
0: Uh, it wasn't a long stroke. Like, he, <laughs> he wasn't packing, like, a whole lot because the tent wasn't very impressive. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like he had a, <laughs> there, there wasn't much of a pitch to it. Oh, okay. So he was, he was just scratching. It man. was. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't tonal. No, he was probably two knuckles. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But
3: the time I went to the lounge, like what what made me like it was when I realized that it was a bunch of girls just taking money from like dirtbag dudes by making them think they like them, and to me that was like this really like hell yeah like an empowering. Like it's like yeah, yeah.
0: oh women that's oh. dude strip clubs are so much in women's favor.
3: Just these losers being like. Uh, oh, she likes me, I think. I think she's, yeah, she seems like she's really into me. I'm going to give her more money. Like, it's pathetic and awesome. And these girls are making money.
0: I have been, I don't go to strip clubs often, but I started, I went to my first one when I was 18, which was 18 years ago. And I've been to a million (laughs) since. Yeah, I'm old. I've been to a million of them since, and I still, they'll still get me. Like, I'll still be like, this chick digs me. Like, I, I know, I know she doesn't. But in my head, I'm still kind of like. Ah!
3: I went there with three comedians, and uh, one of them, I won't say his name because I don't, I don't want to embarrass him. But you'll maybe able to tell by the impression that I do of him. Uh, he, I, I look over at him, and I'm not, I'm not going to get a dance or anything because you know I'm a married gentleman, you know, and I don't want to. Correct. Uh, I think that's the line. I think going to a strip club isn't a big deal, but if you're getting there, getting a girl like dancing
0: rubber box on your nose
3: then yeah it's a little over the line maybe but uh unless your wife's cool with it in which case go for it i just didn't have that kind of permission right but um I look over and this comedian's just like getting a dance, and he's just like gazing into her eyes, oh. like he's just lost in the world of her. Like he's trying to connect with her soul. Like he's just like looking at her in this, like, a, like longingly, a, yeah, like Five looking at the moon in American Tale or something. Like, like just like 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 she's home for him. And then he goes in the back room and gets uh, he, he's he's in there for a long time, getting paying for lots of songs, yeah, you know, dances they, with. They her. get you like that. And uh he comes out and he's all he's sitting at a table with her, like holding her hand. And like Ooh. and then we're leaving Ooh. and he's like oh. she said she's gonna come to a mic sometime. <laughs> she said she's gonna come to open mic. And she lives in Salt Lake. She said she's gonna come sometime.
2: Oh my god, I know how it I was is. Like,
3: no, she didn't. And he's like, Yeah, I'm like, Well, she said it, but she's not gonna come and he's like No, I think she's going to (laughs) come. And then like we're driving home and about a half hour on the way home, all of a sudden he just goes, oh, damn it. I got played. And he (laughs) realized it. (laughs) Then a few minutes later oh, maybe she'll come. Uh, maybe yeah, she'll I... come. Like, <laughs> he's just like trying to convince himself that she's gonna come to open mic to hang out with him because he paid her two hundred dollars uh, in lap dances.
0: Well, it's not who I thought it was because who I'm thinking of doesn't have two hundred dollars. Uh, he ever. may not
3: have. He had it
0: at the time. Uh, <laughs> I've been taking like because you know what you don't you don't get lap dances because you're a married gentleman, Jay.
2: I hate strip clubs. I you hate, know this.
0: I do too. But but if I I never go to him to like look at ass. I go to them when it's like a party, and it's like, hey, we're having this fun party, and there's naked chicks. That's kind of the vibe there. I haven't been to a strip club in years.
2: You have to get me really drunk for me to even, like, enjoy. Like, if I am if I show up to the strip club already intoxicated. That's when you they, go.
0: You don't go there to get drunk. Yeah. You go there just as a party at, yeah. like, one of the stops. But I hate been, going there. Like, I've, I've, I've only had probably, like, two or three private dances in my life, because I I'm with you. I feel kind of like weird about it i used to
2: work at a strip club so i don't i don't do all this
0: and they'll be like that was fun do you want another one thinking sure but you're not realizing the meter's going up like per song or whatever they're charging they're like we should do another one and you're like oh yeah this chick likes me she wants to do another one (laughs) but then but then four songs later she's like okay that'll be eighty nine thousand dollars and you're like god damn it (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: nah, this, this is not my thing, man Another
3: one of the comics that we went with uh, he. This is the night of the Rocky Mountain Laugh-Off The round we did in Rock Springs And uh, he bombed hard He's a really funny comedian
2: He's had a rough he, set
3: He ate shit It was his first time there He's kind of a hipster, heady, young comedian He's not necessarily Rock Springs style And uh, so I bought him a lap dance Just as kind of like Sorry you had a bad set and cause I couldn't get one. So I had all this money to spend. <laughs> and so, uh, so I, uh, I, I sent him back there and he went in a few minutes, a while later, he comes out and just makes a beeline straight for me. It's like, uh, I need forty more dollars because <laughs> she had done that. She'd gotten him to do more. I know and who it is now. Even though he didn't have any money, he agreed he kept to saying it. yes, and then, thinking that
0: she was enjoying herself.
3: And then she finished, and he's like, "I don't have any more money." <laughs> and she's like, "You better go get some more money." So then he ran to me and uh, borrowed money.
0: Bo- well, he's not going to pay me back. Right? Then. You still haven't seen it. Yeah, I know. No, I, I didn't know who expect
3: it is. him to. It was
0: a it was a gift. I got paid at, at uh, Rock Springs. This has become the Rock Springs podcast. Um, they paid me, I had several hundred dollar bills in my, in my, you guys know how many in my hand. Cause the owner of the club paid me. Um, I got out of my car and it fell on, onto the ground. So I go in, I didn't see it. I go into the strip club and I got a dance and I reach in my wallet and I didn't have any money. Oh no. no. Son of a bitch. So I went to the ATM, got her money, but then now I'm panicking because I don't have the money that the club owner just paid me. Mm-hmm. Part of which is not mine. Part of what you have to give to the booker, correct? Yeah. So I was like, so I go out. T- I f- has to be in my car. So I go out to the car. Oh, and the shit. money. Yeah. Was you with me? Yeah, I remember this. The money was still in a bundle, laying in the, the parking lot. lot. Yeah. With- there were several people in that parking lot, and like, it was smoking smoking. untouched, <laughs> untouched. I was like, I remember <laughs> that shit. We were freaking the fuck out. This makes me believe in God, kind of. Because like, there's <laughs> several hundred dollars laying in the parking, and and we've been in the club for 20 minutes at yeah. this point and and i went back out and it was still there I was like holy shit and then
2: we left because we were like all right this is as good as it's going to get we well we stayed for like 2 hours but <laughs> i mean like <laughs> yeah yeah
0: we i've i've gone to Rock Springs before and left with less money than
2: I'm i went there with I, I hate strip clubs I, just, I you know what here's
0: the thing i won't say i hate them i'm not going to be I i'm hate not going to be that um but i don't ch- choose to go there because i'm 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 going to be 37 this year i'm looking at boobs and butts is like there's the internet's a thing if I want to see that. Uh, but here's
3: the thing though, Jay's saying he doesn't like them. I've heard stories of him having a
2: great time. No, oh, I know that's because Plus. I because I showed up <laughs> I showed up drunk as fuck. That's it's the a, thing. It's a stop. Yeah, like if if I'm I don't I don't necessarily like them. I know that, I know which story we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: oh man i want to tell that story so i really bad don't right now. want
2: i don't want you to do because i can't i can't remember much of it and <laughs> just the ending i want to tell the ending so bad i don't want you to tell okay, it because i don't I know will. i don't i honestly don't remember the ending
3: go up to jay sometime and ask him what happened at the end i'll I, tell him after the show yeah and he'll know and then he'll tell you the story
2: god damn it because i just fought, i just uh, yeah but christian no he's right to call me out on that shit because i but generally as a rule i do not like them but if i show up to the if i show up and i'm just feeling good feeling intoxicated oh god i'm gonna lose my fucking mind like one night uh what and i was in la with my brother and we, we got drunk and we tipped the DJ to fucking play Mortal Kombat. I mean, like, and the strippers came out and danced to that shit. We we're like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. This is the type of entertainment that we want. You know what's <laughs> kind of sad?
0: And, and I went to these when I before I was 21. There's two strip clubs in Salt Lake that are uh, pure, fully nude. There's a $20 cover charge and no alcohol. Mm-hmm. So if you're in those bars, you're there only to have a boner. That seems like serial killer baiting. Yeah, like, doesn't it, because like, it's not a party. You're not drinking. You're not like loose and having fun. You're just you just want to see somebody's butthole.
3: Well, and I didn't drink when I was at the strip club, but I was buying people dances and stuff. And
2: and it's but, a party vibe. It's just not my thing. God, uh, if
3: it, it just seems weird to to be have a room full of people with no substances <laughs> in their bodies, right? Just watching because girls dance. If
0: everybody's drunk and you're having a party, that's the vibe. But if you're in a non-alcoholic strip bar. You're there just to have something to whack to later. <laughs> Nothing else. And I'm not saying I haven't gone to those before I was tw- I don't think I've been to one since I've, since I've been of age for a million years now. But, like, you'll see grown men in those places, like 40-year-old mm. accountants with, you know, balding, and you're like, yeah, that's weird. That's really weird, <laughs> especially because there's a $20 cover. That's a lot of money to see C-cups. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. A couple more questions, but before. it's
3: in person. I mean, yeah, there's the internet, and that what I don't get is like when people go see like Fifty Shades of Gray and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, what what's the point of that? Because yeah. like, it's just porn,
0: like Both without porn.
3: Yeah, is that what it is? But no, like I just I, I, I this now I'm doing a bit I do on stage, but I just wanted to go to like the line of ladies at the movie theater because there was like a line around the block. To see Fifty Shades of Grey on opening night, Dumb. yeah, I so was, stupid. I want to be like, ladies, you know, there's free porn on the internet, like just tons of it. Right. They tie people up on there too, well, and like you can a, watch it in private and yeah. not be around your lady friends, like fanning yourself. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a <laughs> eating <meme>. twenty dollar popcorn.
0: <laughs> there's a meme going around that says Fifty Shades of Grey only works because he was a billionaire. If he lived in a trailer park, that'd be an episode of CSI.
2: It's fucking true. <laughs> which
0: which is, is valid. Yeah, because what do you, you do? Cool Buy her a beam. laptop
2: and then he's like, oh. Uh. And then he ties her up. She, I don't know. I, yeah, I, and, then, and then like what? he takes her up in a helicopter and she's like, okay, I guess I'll do that too. It's just like fucking stupid, man. I don't know.
0: It's, it's weird. A couple more questions before we get out of here. Um, com- Comedy-related questions. Do you guys have bits that you, that you do, but you hate them, but you do them because they work? <sighs> I have a ton.
2: I went through this phase. I remember. I remember. I was talking to Christian. This was like Mm -hmm. about a year. This is like this is a year and a half ago or something. I was like. I was like. How do you guys just. You know, like you hit that point, and you're. And I was like, I don't know if I like these jokes. Like, I think I was just. I was tired of doing them. Mm -hmm. And Christian just said, he's like, I just don't think you just like your jokes, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. You said. You said, and I'm like, (laughs) I. And I. I think it was just because I was in this weird transition period because I was. I felt like I was trying too hard to relate to people. And try to get people to like, hey, don't, please like me. Just please. Right. You know, and then, but then my material got more honest. And then, like, I, I started really liking my material. Like, I remember that night I went home, and I just started writing a shit ton about what I what I really wanted to say. And then yeah. I, it just got better.
0: I'll sometimes break out. I did a competition. Thank you, Christian. You're welcome. I did a competition in Vegas, and I wanted to impress. Because when you're doing a competition, you think, am I going to impress the crowd or the judges? Which one? Yeah. Because um, cool. both matter. So I wanted to impress the crowd first, and I started with racial, like, oh, Mexicans this, I'm part Indian, blah, 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 which there's some bits I still do, but I hate them. Uh, but I know the judges are probably like, that's hack. And then you go into some, like, more a little more deeper stuff. So I, when I'm breaking out the racial stuff, that's because I need laughs. Because it, it, gotcha. Either the set's going bad or I want to grab them really fast and then go into other stuff. Like if
3: you're feeling maybe a little anxious about whether you're going to be able to get mm-hmm. this crowd. Yeah, or, I'll do what I something. know
0: works, even though it's easy and cheap, such as racial
3: yeah. I I I think I finally gotten rid of the jokes that I that I didn't like to tell. Yeah. I had a few. I had one and most of them I think are funny but I I didn't like them because I felt like people were laughing for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And that's what bugged me is when like I had a joke about um uh gay kids being let into scouts. And the joke that I told was uh like it's about time, you know, what took them so long cuz everything scouts were doing was already super gay. Mhm. And, like, it would hit pretty hard. Crowds would like it. and But I I just didn't think they were getting what I was getting at with it. And I also felt like it was a little – it's also topical. So, like, it's not as much in people's minds now. It's weird to say, hey, they let gay kids into Scouts. Well, yeah, they did that two and a half years ago. So it would be a weird joke to tell now. Mm. That makes sense. But, um, yeah, I I had a few. Usually what I found is that I wasn't actually doing the joke – the way I like, I had a joke where the punchline would be, basically the the joke I'm saying is that my wife thinks she's actually married to a dude that she talks to in her head. Like she thinks right. that's the guy. She, like it's not me. She it's talks the person
0: to, she wants you to be. Gotcha.
3: Yeah, and she talks to that guy all the time, and I have to like suffer because of the things that he says to her. Right, and it's you know, it, I think it's a good premise. Um, I liked the way it, I liked the first punchline, and then. I had a secondary punchline where I'd say, and he's like, and that explains, like that guy in her head probably doesn't like blowjobs. And that Mm. was an easy joke that the crowds would laugh at because I'm saying I don't get blowjobs. Right. And it's hack and, uh, not hack, it's just not, it's easy. I get what you're
2: saying. Married guys
0: don't get blowjobs, it's happened a couple times in comedy. Yeah. But but your bit, I know the bit you're talking about, it's not hack at all. It's funny
3: Well, but what I realized is that that wasn't the point. Right. And that's what I really didn't like about it is that I was getting laugh on something that wasn't the actual funny thing about the joke. Yeah. So I rewrote it and now I still do it and I do it differently and it hits better,
0: I think. And I like it better yeah.
3: because I wasn't
0: saying what I wanted to say. Gotcha. Makes sense. Um, one more before we leave, we're wrapping up here. There's a big misconception to, to uh, what comedians call civilians, which is kind of insulting to the military, but people outside of the comedy world, I know what you mean. we call them civilians. Yeah. We don't want to go to your barbecue. <laughs> we don't want to comedians. Everybody, everybody kind of has this perception that comedians are. If I invite this comic to my party, he's going to be the light. It's going to be wacky, and we're going to be all entertained. That's there's nothing could be further from the truth. Am I wrong? You guys, I, get, you guys I, get invited. I want
3: to shit. I go perfect, to people's parties. Perfect example. <laughs> guys- I just
2: came. I just came from it. I'm going to go back there later today. Uh, a buddy of mine, Lance. Uh, Lance DeMayer. that's I love him, I love him. He, he's a good dude. He's he puts they're doing the tenth annual. Is he related
0: to Lance the Sheriff? No, no, no. Ah, ha, ha. I'll kill myself later. No, he <laughs> uh, he
2: puts on a he puts on a um a, a basketball tournament for the community, and they do it up at Sugar House Park. It got DJs, sponsors, you know, face painting, and it's very community. is very community oriented, and they invited me to be a guest, and like. I'm not gonna do jokes, but it was just cool. For, I sh- I showed up for a hot minute, and it was cool. Right. Cool to just be there. I,
0: yeah, I love getting invited to things because yeah. I'm a comic. But I think there's a misconception that people expect us to be the right life of the party, and
2: that's what and that's what I, and I'm just like chilling. I'm just like, hey man, it's good to see everybody. This is great. You know, it's right. good to see people playing ball, cut up with some friends. I'm I'm gonna shoot back over there later today, but it's 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 not my thing to just go up there and be funny and, like. Yeah,
3: I think you guys are different kinds of comedians
0: than I am. I don't
3: get invited to shit. People don't want me at their
0: parties. <laughs> well, it doesn't happen often, but people yeah. like, after the club, do you ever get people like, hey, come over to this bar or to this, this, my house or whatever? I don't. I think
3: part of it might be that I talk about being married. Uh, so they I they act, think like, you're boring. And I do those jokes on every yeah. show because it's kind of my, my best material. Your, t-
2: your opening set. I love it. So, I love it too.
3: So. I think people just kind of presume I'm an
0: old dude that yeah. stays home with my wife and I, I don't want to yeah. do anything. I get invited to a lot of, like, after clubs. Yeah. It's like, you guys don't want me there. I'm pretty boring. Yeah. Like, if I go to your house, I'm going to find your dog, and I, I'm just going to hang out with it.
2: I get invited, too, but a lot of times, I when, I kind of the same thing with Christian. I talk more about my son more than anything. And so, usually, half the time, I when I'm getting off stage, especially, especially if I'm doing a show up in Oregon, I'm like, yo, I'm going to go see my son. Good night. right? You know what I mean? So, that's... I don't know. That's not my thing.
0: All righty, guys. Thank you for listening to the Dirt Pod Podcast.